What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Misadventureland Games Show. I am Bobby, and I'm here with Justin. Hello. Hello, Justin. How are you? I'm doing all right. Pretty good. Just uh, just all right? Just pretty good? Yeah, it's been a long day. I was up really early in the morning with my son. Okay. We we had a, a bit of a scare. Um, oh, yes. Uh, 4.30 in the morning. We have a very small upstairs hallway it's mm -hmm. very uh narrow yes. and so I've since been i've been living in this house for three years every night i put a gate above the stairs mm -hmm. um to you know it's it's not like a sturdy gate or anything it's like literally just like a foldable wooden gate so if the kids come out in the dark they'll hit the gate and then hopefully stop oh uh, so uh, when Jorah came out of his bedroom at 4.30 in this morning, I heard a, like a bang. Uh -huh. And I, let me tell you, I went from sleeping to bursting out of my door because I thought he fell down the stairs. Oh, God. In one movement, like one movement <laughs> from a laid down position up. Poor little guy was running a fever, vomiting, mm -hmm. uh, you know, bad headache. And we leave for Disney in three weeks. So... I was uh, pretty concerned of what he had, but apparently mm -hmm. all tests were negative today. We thought he had maybe strep, but that yeah. was negative too. So it's been a long day. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Wow. That sucks. Poor guy. He's fine now. He's I totally know. fine now. He's a kid. He's they a kid. Back. They back. I mean, they bounce back real fast. Uh, yeah. This kid, like, I, it's so strange because I'm looking at him like, oh, you got strep. I've seen this these symptoms on you before. Mm -hmm. Like, this is clearly what you have. And then by like two o'clock, he's he like he calls me up on Angela's phone. He's like, I got Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm eating this Taco Bell. And I'm like, you're fine. Yeah. Maybe he uh, just had a bug or something. Maybe. Um, I'm staring. The, the people at home can't see it because of the, the crop. But I'm staring at that that jar of peanuts behind you on your table behind you. It's, you hear me eating them. I do. Every night. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're here to do a, a games podcast. Um, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, we are uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've been playing a lot of games, and a lot of game news has happened in a few weeks since we uh, since we did, last did one of these. We were going to do it last week, but the the amount of Marvel stuff just precluded us from doing it. So yeah, now we're here. We're doing this. Uh, we're here to talk about it. So. Um, yeah, so let's start out, Justin, with some of the news stuff. Let's start with EA Play Live, because it just happened today when we're, when we're doing this live over at Twitch TV slash Misadventureland. Um, we, we, I, I wouldn't say there were really any um, major surprises, I, I would say, since some of the bigger stuff had already leaked or been talked about in, in, in some way. Um, but I think still an interesting show nonetheless. Um so Justin, what, how did the show? I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I was watching my son. Um, I got to watch parts of it. So how what, how did how did this thing kick off? What was the first announcement? Uh, so the first thing they were talking about, um, uh, what they have? Um, I, I was going to say Austin Walker, but they had Xavier Woods hosting this yes, thing. Yes, they did. Uh, and they talked about racing stuff first. Uh, a lot of Codemaster stuff. Um, so they are releasing uh, Grid Legends, mm. uh, which is you know. A racing game. A racing game. Yeah, they own so, Codemasters, like you said. So yeah, they, I mean, starting it off with a banger. I mean, all those games look fantastic. It's just yeah. I know racing's not really either one of our fortes. No, no. Uh, so yeah, that's what they started with, and then from there it got. Um, they, they just talked about a, a few more things after that. They talked about Apex Legends. Right. The uh, new, the, the new legend. The new legend, Seer. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know they're very apex is very good at doing those you know backstory trailers for new characters and making those really cool cinematics that they do at the start of every season yeah um and seer looks like a you know it looks like a cool character you and i haven't played apex in a month because like i mentioned yesterday we're in a bit of a, a mini andy renaissance we are yes which we'll speak about when we talk about the games that we've been playing yes um, um so when andy is when andy pops his head up from his 87 seasons of british tv mm-hmm. and he comes back to us for a while we, we play a lot of games with andy and one yes. of those games is not apex legends no no um so we're on a bit of a break from apex but uh you know i'm excited to maybe jump in on the start of the next season at least yeah. see what seer is like and see what that, whatever they do to the map you know, i'm just continually always impressed by the way that they churn out content for that game yeah, I was watching a little bit of like the presentation. Obviously, they didn't do the gameplay trailer yet. That's going to come next week, I think, for the character. Um, but they did talk about his abilities, and they said that uh, his tactical ability is um, these like micro uh, these drones, not the micro drones, the drones that shoot out of his chest, and they will they will um, uh, track. They will spot and track enemy players in a yes. certain in a certain distance. If you if you um, if you're able to find them, and the way you're able to find them is that his passive ability is that when he's like aiming down sights, he he has a heartbeat sensor, and he can hear when people are close to him. Um, so if he hears people are close to him and he finds where that is, he can send out those drones, and they will track and mark the the enemy combatants in the in the field. And then and then his ultimate is. Essentially like that ultimate of that Killjoy character in um, Valorant, where he sends out all like this swarm of micro drones and they create like a dome that if anyone passes through it, they get stuck in it. So it's a real and area he, he of can, control. Yeah, I, th- I thought thing. it was that he could just literally track them completely. He could see everybody through the walls all at, while they're, they remain in the dome. He can see them. That's what I thought it was. Um, I heard the guys uh, I was listening to, they were interviewing the apex like guy and I believe it said they get stuck in it. I believe maybe you can also see them through the walls if they're in there, but yeah, it says it'll track any enemies that pass through it. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a seeker or yeah. a, a tracker. So yeah. he's, a, he's a character that's based really upon okay. like bloodhound, like tracking your enemies down yeah. and crypto. It is possible. I guess now that you're saying this, Justin, that he said track and not trap. Yes, that's exactly what he said. I should have read the thing and not just listened to the guy speak because I listened yes. to that thing and I thought he said trap. Yeah, um, it's a, it is it is uh, tracking them. That's good. Completely. So it's like a more a more useful crypto. It's bloodhounds for everybody. Like right. you know, you, you can see everybody outlines, which is neat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, so hi, Mr. After, Gunny, by the way. Uh, after that, um, they uh, they talked about. Was it then they talked about Battlefield? I think it was then they talked about no, Battlefield. No, I know they at least talked about that game. The, uh, Lost the and Random? Lost and Random. Yeah, so they they talked more about that. And then when is that coming out? I mean, that game looks cool. It comes out yeah. September 10th. Um, it's going to be on basically everything. Yeah. I mean, that that game has an art style. Yeah. Um, Bobby, our friend Bobby North said it to me. He's like, it looks like Crash Bandicoot and Coraline mixed together. And I was like, all right, well, I get the Coraline part. But Crash Bandicoot, I'm not too sure. Because it has um, platforming, maybe? I guess it may be because it has platforming. But, yeah, it's... I mean, that, that game definitely has a look about it. Definitely, yes. And, um... For sure. It's going to uh, give somebody nightmares. Probably um, me. I, I feel like a lot of these EA original games, like, have 
this sort of like not this art style because our style is very unique but this sort of vibe this like oh like kind of creepy like that game fee what was that game that came out Faye. uh fey like this even like uh what's it called uh the it the, takes two takes two like they all have like a particular thing i'm obviously not unravel uh yeah. which is very very cute um and then they mentioned another ea original game for the, oh they talked about knockout city for yeah. the, some some like new, new content season. for not new season for knockout city um and this was at the point where I believe Andy texted us and said, how long is this thing? Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I said in the chat, I said, EA's presentation is always like 80% of stuff that we stuff already we know, know about that we know is coming or is even out because they, they just don't publish that many games right now, yeah. you know? So th there's only so much they can talk about. Uh, but then they got to the good stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they talked about Battlefield 2042 and the modes that will be in that game. Yeah. So we already know about the 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 the, the regular battlefield modes, um, you know, the, the standard multiplayer, whether that's conquest or domination mm -hmm. or whatever that's going to be in the game. But there were two other modes that they had mentioned previously, and one of them is called hazard mode. I think mm -hmm. it was hazard. They mode. haven't they have not talked about that yet, um, yeah. but there was a third mode that was uh, being hinted at for a while and dice LA became, what was it? Ripple effect studios. Ripple effect, yeah. And mm -hmm. they had, so they, they had said like maybe like a month ago, hi, we're ripple, ripple effect studios. We're formerly dice LA. I think, is that the studio Zampella's working yeah, at? That's yeah. The, that's, the, that's the, that's the studio that Vince Zampella, who, you know, founded respawn and also founded infinity ward way back in the day, went to, to sort of like shepherd and like sort of get off the ground and sort of institute like a, like, institute the way that respawn makes games at other at another studio essentially because ea apparently ea loves the way that respawn makes games and they especially love the results of what the way respawn make games apex has been hugely successful for them um so has jedi fallen order and we're going to see we're in a couple minutes we're going to talk about another game that exists probably because of how well jedi fallen order has done but yeah go ahead justin so they uh they showed what this mode is, and it's called uh, it was a Battlefield Portal. Mm -hmm. And months ago, or when Battlefield uh, 2042 was being like teased heavily, yeah, you know, you had talked to me about these like um, these things that you were hearing about the game. Mm -hmm. You know uh, about like maybe ripple, like something about maybe like ripples in time, and yeah, time I was like, you know, yeah. we had we had like just had this like just geeky conversation mm -hmm. where like how awesome would it be if you're fighting and like part of the fight you're using twenty four like you know like World War Two weapons and part of the fight you're using more futuristic weapons, yeah, yeah, and like these like ripples in time kept happening. Mm -hmm. It didn't. That wasn't the case. No, but then they introduced this mode which takes some of those ideas and and throws it together so basically yeah. it's a sandbox mode mm -hmm. but it might be the most in-depth sandbox mode I, i've ever seen yeah and so what it's doing is it's taking two maps uh from battlefield uh 1942 mm -hmm. uh battlefield bad company 2 battlefield 3 the two maps from each of those and then the six new maps that will be in battlefield 2042 and they're giving you those maps and saying, take any of the assets in these these maps, any of the, the characters, the weapons, the vehicles, and you could do anything you want with them. Yeah. 
you can, and they, and they were showing this, like they had a mode where you were seeing soldiers from 1942 fighting against soldiers from 2042, mm-hmm. uh, or they were taking the medics from Battlefield 3, and they were having a knife fight between World War II soldiers and then the paddles from a defibrillator from Battlefield 3 soldiers. Mm-hmm. And you can create any mode you want. It's all custom. Mm-hmm. You can make it where, and they showed some of these custom games where you can uh, have like maybe a squad of six 2042 soldiers against 30 World War II soldiers, like Battlefield yeah. 1942 soldiers, mm-hmm. and see like who comes out on top of that. Yeah. You can change time to kill. Uh, you can make it health regeneration upon kill. You can you can make the players faster. They're mm-hmm. giving you, and they said this in the video. They're they're giving you the the toolkit that as developers they previously only ever had. Yeah. So they and even showed like this open screen, thing. Yeah, I mean they showed the screenshot of like a like logic, like logic puzzling, basically like logic framing of systems. Like here, like and like and like you know it's like drag and drop. It's not like you're plugging in custom code, but you can basically take like all of their parameters and mash them up however you want um, and change like values and stuff, you know, on them, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, so th- th- we have th- that going on with that. And then um, they said one thing they said was you cannot. This is not a map editor. It's not a level editor. You can't tweak the physical like layouts of these maps that they're bringing in in any way. Um, they said that you'll be able to do the weather effects in some of the maps. Mm-hmm. Like right. one of the, I think the 1942 maps, they'll have a low tide, high tide, so you could accommodate more players. Right. But other than that, it's completely open to you. Yeah. yeah you yeah, can do yeah. whatever you want with it. Yeah. How do we yeah. feel about this? I think it looks awesome. It was, the one thing that was weird was they kept just calling it Portal while they were talking about it. And it was like, we're very excited for Portal. And I was like, this is a weird thing to hear in a, in a video game conference uh, and not being about the game portal. But I think it looks amazing. You know, I, I think for I think for us and our group of people, it's going to live and die by like. What. Dice themselves or ripple effect themselves and the really talented members of like the community end up putting together as far as custom modes go. Because yeah. I don't foresee any of us like getting in there into the logic editor and like no way moving stuff around and doing stuff. I mean, if it, if they if there is like a easier version of what they showed, you know, if it's just like okay, like here's like a list of parameters, like like you get for like custom games and a lot of it, when you have access to the custom game function of just about any shooter, you have a certain amount of parameters you can like turn on and off. Um, and I just hope that uh, those exist in this game, so you can just say okay, like I want to do like. You know this many players on one side this many players on the other side and i want like this these weapons only and i want it to be on this map and i want it to you know i hope like that stuff at least is easy to do and and stuff like that so you could do like a quick custom game um but you yeah, know it looks great it, lo- it looks awesome and it definitely helps too with the longevity most likely of the game because they can while they're making new content there is all constant content being generated you know by by other people I mean, and also the fact that they didn't say, hey, this we're we're, we're putting this out and that's it. Mm-hmm. They were talking about adding more to this as time goes on. So we could see perhaps we see maps from Battlefield 2, Battlefield 5, Battlefield 1. Who knows? Yeah. Like where they can bring those assets into the game, those weapons into the game. Like, you know, it reminded me in a, in a small way of like when 
Mario Maker 2 came out, right? And we were mm-hmm. like, okay, like, what are they going to add to this thing? And they're like, now you can make entire games. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just make, le- you, can, you don't have to just make levels. You can do all this other stuff. And so, like, yeah. having that new life breathed into the thing, like, I think this is going to do tremendously well for them. I, I, I could picture, I never thought that we would make levels. That's just not, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, uh, game modes. That's just not right. our type of thing. Yeah. But I, I think far and away, this will be the more, the most popular thing they maybe have ever done. Yeah, I mean, it also it feels a little bit like the next generation or next step of the Forge, you know, from back in the Halo, yeah. Halo 3 days, um, which was hugely popular for them and was a very, at the time, like a mind-blowing amount of customization and access, especially for something on a console. Um, and, like, if they can create... It, what they What they want is for social media to be full of insane crazy like out of this world moments that happen during these modes right it's like it's it's really it's really meant to be a thing where it's like okay like we set up this crazy thing like this one versus 100 player like zombie type thing one you know one person with the m16 and and 100 people with knives or whatever you know and guess what like we, the well, the person with the machine gun won, you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like the, they they want stuff like that. They want they want crazy shit like that. Um, and and I think it, they'll it'll happen, you know. Especially nowadays when so many people are creating content and so many people are doing that stuff, and some people are just getting used to the fact that like used to clipping their stuff, used to what all that kind of all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think it'll I think it will be very powerful for them yeah, going forward. I- it is instantly the most um I was very excited for twenty forty two, but like mm-hmm. I am more interested in this than I am now in twenty forty two's actual gameplay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love Battlefield three. You know, <laughs> we, we we tried really hard to go back and play Battlefield three. Um mm. or is it Gruen was in chat mentioned like surprised that Metro's not part of this. And I guarantee Metro is there, um uh, what's the big Call of Duty map that everybody loves? Nuketown. Nuketown. Metro yeah. is their Nuketown. It shows up. It's going to show up in every game moving forward. Yeah. Because in Battlefield Five, they made a Metro map. They did. Yeah. And it's probably their more like I, I would assume one of their more popular maps in that game. Yeah. So I, I assume that Metro will be coming from one of the games. I will say we also don't know that it's not part of one of the maps that's in Battlefield 2042. You know, uh, these maps are apparently, you know, huge, like way bigger than, you know, the maps have ever been. And and it can a metro could definitely fit into one of those city maps that they have. So I I think that we don't we still don't know what those maps, even all those maps even look like. Yeah. Um, And we won't for a while. And we still don't know about this. I I think we had I think we had heard a rumor or they had put out some information about the what was the other mode? mode? Hazard. Hazard mode. Yeah. Yeah. Which is supposed to be like Battle Royale ish. But um uh but they haven't i think they haven't detailed it totally yet um so yeah they're, they're really sort of like metering out this information throughout this rollout of the game um, we're not that far away from the launch of the game so i don't know they said that you're gonna hear later in the summer we're gonna hear we're gonna hear about the hazard mode or whatever so we'll, we'll see when that happens um hey teeter welcome in to to the chat uh thank you for joining us um 
So yeah, so yeah, I, I think it looks great. You know, it's one of those things where I was already excited about it, and yeah. it was cool to see some stuff of it. You know, some more gameplay. But I want to see, I, I want to see more like more full matches, more full gameplay of matches to see how it like really performs and looks and feels. You know, going uh, I think they said that open beta is like September fifth, yeah. like first week of mm -hmm. September. So. We don't have that long to wait before we can actually get in and, and yeah. play some of this. I have to pre-order the game, right? That's the open beta. The closed oh, okay. beta is for pre-orders, and that'll be before that. It'll probably yeah. be when I'm in Florida, of course. <laughs> um, I feel like they would have announced it by now. That's only like a couple weeks away, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they would have announced it by now. Um, they want to get them pre-orders in. Uh, so, yeah. And then they closed out the night. They closed out the night. They closed out the day with a dead space. Surprise. 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 If you haven't been paying attention to the internet, a definite surprise. If not, if, if you had a couple weeks ago, we, we knew this was knew this was happening. Um, it's EA Motive, um, who is remaking the original Dead Space game, but with elements of some of the other games, like, reincorporated into it. And I don't think they were clear about, like, does that mean story, or does that just mean, like, some gameplay refinements, or... I had seen that they were talking about taking a pass at some of the characters, like perhaps yeah. changing some of the things in the game character wise. Mm -hmm. So it would it's kind of it makes me think maybe a bit um, of like the Final Fantasy seven remake, just like a it's still the same story. But do the things change mm -hmm. to like, does any of the story elements change at all? But like kind of has the spirit of the first game. Right. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's been so long, I don't really remember Dead Space 1. Um, yeah, it's for next-gen yeah, only. I, Xbox ne Series X, PC, and P PS5. I was excited about that, because yeah. I, I want to be terrified in all glory detail. Uh, all, gory all detail. Gl uh, glorious 4K detail. Of yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we like Dead Space. Uh, and Dead Space. I was uh, I was excited to finally see this get out there. I, I mean, Jeff Grubb says that he heard the game looks really good mm -hmm. um, and that we should hear more about it. Uh, he said soon and then later clarified that soon meant before the end of the year we would hear more about it. Yeah, I wonder how yeah, far yeah. I wonder how far along it is. Um, my my guess is if they're showing it today that it's maybe a holiday next year thing. That would be my guess. Makes sense. Um, they they tend to be a little bit gun shy nowadays about showing games that too early because they've had some very bad results from doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Dead Space is one of my favorite franchises. Dead Space Two is one of my favorite games of all time, um, and I'm very excited to see what it is. It's great. You know, I would say like. The I played like a couple hours of the original Dead Space, like last Halloween or whatever on stream, and I remember that. Yeah, it still holds up like pretty well. Like it obviously doesn't like doesn't look like a new game anymore. Um, but I almost would have rathered them, I guess, do a new a new game. I guess than just a remake of the original game, but. I guess then you can't really do Isaac and then like, and then you kind of have, you kind of are, you, you kind of miss the, because what, there are two reasons they're probably doing this, right? One, uh, Jedi Fallen Order sold extremely well and it showed them that like single player story driven campaign games can be 
who can be big sellers. And for EA, that hadn't been the case for a while, you know, for them, uh, both they hadn't focused on it. And when they did, they got kind of burned by it. Like when they made that new Mirror's Edge game that it seemed like if you if you pay attention, if you pay attention to the Internet, it was going to blow the doors off. Didn't it didn't sell any better or maybe sold worse than the original Mirror's Edge. Um, so they kind of got gun shy about it. And uh, but Jedi Fallen Order and then I think also the success of those Resident Evil remakes, I think also kind of made them go like, OK, like there's an appetite for these type of games, um, both in a horror way and in a single player way. Um, and I think Dead Space did, you know, they made three Dead Space games and they, and they did they did well. But they never were in that era. That, we, that was that was full on that era of time where, like, if you weren't selling, you know, 15 million copies for one of these companies, your game was considered like a failure or needed to be reworked or you needed to do whatever to it, which is what led to Dead Space 3 having co-op and like an item store or <laughs> whatever I in it. I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so you know, it was one of the things where, like like a TV show that everyone like loves but doesn't get high ratings and they, they, they keep getting, trying to tweak it to get like the, the mass audience to, to like it. This is what we did with Dead Space. But now we've gotten it farther, far along enough from Dead Space where there are people like us who were, you know, like, you know, still already, already adults, but not like, you know, uh, uh, who, who enjoyed it. But also like probably a bunch of people who are way younger than us who played it when it first came out. Who Now it's like it's their Resident Evil or it's a crystallized in their mind is like this is what a horror game is supposed to be or whatever. So they, they, they have so much goodwill behind what the, that game is. You know that I think at this point it makes a ton of sense for them to bring it back. Just call it Dead Space, and 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 do that. Um, I mean, nothing stopping them from making this first game and going off script in the second game. No, no, of course not. Of course not. And As, I would and rather if them. they. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I don't remember a lot about the original Dead Space. I barely mm-hmm. remember a lot about Dead Space. Period. There are yeah. moments that I remember, but I can't remember the beat for beat story of it. But I, you know. I would rather them maybe make one in the spirit of the first game and go in a Mm -hmm. different direction completely. But again, even if they kind of stick to script for the first game, it gives them, I mean, they could do whatever they want after that. If it's, if it's successful. Yeah. Uh, I clearly, I, I will never in my life forget that scene in dead space Two at the beginning, at the eyeball thing. Like when you're beginning, that's at the end, that's at the ends. No, 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 no. That's the very beginning of the space. So you're strapped in the chair. And, and you, like, you have to do the eye thing, right? Yeah, that's the very beginning. Of Dead that was Space the very end of the, I thought that was the very end of the game in Dead Space because he has to do that to go fight the monster. No, no, no. At the beginning of Dead Space 2, uh, we're probably talking about different things. He's strapped to that chair. He's like, he's been like, ca- like, he's not captured, but he's like a patient. And like, they're going to experiment on him. They're trying to figure out like what's going on with him. And like, he's like, basically like this doctor's in front of him. And then like the, one of the things like, basically kills the doctor when it's like right in front of your face or whatever. Yeah. We're talking about different things. Yeah. Talking about different I was things. thinking, I was thinking the end of dead space too, oh. where he's in the machine and he, you have to get the needle uh, yeah, above your yeah, eye yeah, and yeah, then yeah, drill yeah, into yeah. your own. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Dead space no. two is a very good game. It, it was like the right mix because they, they, that was another thing where I, the stuff that they messed with, with dead space, I ended up liking, which is they kind of like, you can you, you can track the history of the of Dead Space by the, what games were popular when Dead Space was coming out because Dead Space Two has like a lot of um, uncharted like vibes in it like a lot of like 
every the whole ship is falling apart and i'm like hold, you know i'm holding on by one hand and the, the handhold's breaking and i'm you know and he would like he would like get through these things and make some sort of like odd quip or whatever when it, when it was done which is funny because he didn't speak in the first game at all yeah 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 i know i know um but i love that space suit to death so uh, yeah i'm very excited to see what, what this is and and you know ea motive hasn't had the best record of getting games out the door um they've had a lot of star wars stuff sort of like given to them and taken off their plate um, what was the last star wars thing star wars thing that was taken away from them they well they were doing what they, they were doing they were helping on that ragtag that that yeah ragtag game and then it got when it got re, when it got taken away it got given to them and they like they like uh prototype something that there was supposed to be the next game then that got canned then they did make um they did do the story and stuff for uh squadrons okay um and i don't know if they they might have been full dev on squadrons i, I don't want to speak out of turn on that one but um so they're they're, they're not doing this um and we'll see we had a question actually from 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 Grun in, in our discord asking what other ea title from the ps3 era would you like to see return as a remake Well, let me uh, let me do a little quick little research here. Of EA e titles. EA titles in the PS3 era. Yeah, yeah. Let's do, let's do it together. In List of game. Electronic Arts games, 2000 to 2009. Uh, so let's go down a little bit. Let's see. Let's see here. When would be the PS? The PS3 era went till no wait. The PS3 era went to 2000. And yeah, I I, I just 14, typed into Wikipedia, yeah. Right? Uh, so hang on. Uh, here we go. PS3 video games from EA's official site. Okay. Let, 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 let's let's hear about it. Uh, all right. All right. I'm gonna not talk about the sports franchise. Right, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at it too. I'm looking at it too. I'm looking okay. at it too. Uh, okay. Okay. Garden Warfare is still around. Garden Warfare is still, still around. around. Need for Speed is still around. Dragon Age is coming back. Army of Two, buddies. Let's oh, go. Oh, let's do it. Army of Two. Let's go. I would have always said dead. I would, I would have always said dead space. Yeah, dead space would always have been the one. They're doing that. Okay. They're doing that. Bejeweled, obviously. Um, what about Shank, Justin? I was actually sitting. You know what? I could see Syndicate come back. Syndicate come back. Oh, you know what the answer to this is? SSX. Burnout. Burnout. Burnout would be. SSX is not an EA franchise. That is a. It. I am on Electronic Arts page, and SSX is oh, right SSX. here. SSX. I thought you said DSX. No, not DSX. Yeah, SSX as well would also be great. SSX. Um, burnout for sure. Um, now I want to know what else they had. I'm looking. I'm looking through here. There's the the the, the problem is they also like. I mean, skates they, coming back. They also like list every. DLC that came yeah. out for everything. Dante's Inferno, obviously. Yeah, so we're on, we're on the same page right now. <laughs> Famous How many expansions Tetris? for Battlefield do they have? They have My a lot goodness. Of, they have a lot of them. They have a lot of them. The Godfather game. Uh, but, but Burnout, SSX, but SS, I guess I guess SSX was technically a, came out in the PS3 era. Um, um, I, I, I have a game. But it's not really necessarily a franchise. What is I it? I don't know why I love this game as much as I did, but oh I boy. remember getting a thousand achievement points for it on the, the 360. Uh-huh. Uh, the Simpsons game? God. I loved that game. Well, they wouldn't have that license anymore. No, they wouldn't. I, that would be I a Disney to, game. I need to look at that for a second, because I liked that game a lot when it came out. American McGee's Alice. <laughs> 
Um, but they made one of those. They made one of those games not that long ago. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, like I said that we. I I had thought there would be something Dragon Age at this thing, like, but they're apparently saying it's on track, but it's 2023. Because they did sort of, I guess, internally reboot it at some point when they moved away. Because you remember when they first were talking about it, they were talking about it was going to be like multiplayer stuff in it. It was going to have like it was a live game. It was a live game, and they they completely went away from that. Yeah. Um, uh, Adam says it'd be great if they could make a FIFA game that wasn't a gambling a gambling simulator. Did, did you hear that story about that story? Um, it, about in uh, what was it? I think the Ukraine. Uh, yes, where there yeah. was like 3,800 PS, uh, PS4s mm-hmm. all hooked up and running and people thought it was a crypto thing and it was like, mm-hmm. no, they're just mining for FIFA Ultimate Team cards. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was a whole different kind of crypto. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. There's, something wrong with your, there's something wrong with your video game economy if, you know, these people have 4,000 PS4s hooked up. Mm-hmm. And they can, and because, uh, also in a warehouse they have to rent... So they and power they have to pay for because they're confident that they can make a profit, a good profit, even with all that overhead. You know? Yeah. Yes, it's it's crazy. Um Hugh asks in Battlefield 2042, what mode would you love to create? Uh, hmm. I mean the easy answer is just give me Metro with I, don't, I would say, I mean, th- this gun was not there, but a um, mutual friend of ours uh, loved playing that game with me when the USAS had explosive rounds. Mm-hmm. And just, they weren't bringing back that gun that wasn't on the list. <laughs> but if I could have anything, I would say maybe the you know, Metro, 100 players, <laughs> all USAS with explosive rounds just for the sheer insanity of it all. Okay. Um... I, I guess when we were when we were talking about like the rumors and like what the idea of the, the time, the different time periods being set together, which I can't believe ended up being partly true. Just just a, a bat. My dream would be and I don't think you can do this in there because I don't think you can like and maybe you can because, I, I, you know, the, the Battlefield has modes that are like you start on one map and then you and then you. And then you transition to another map and you transition to another map, you know, yeah. it was like grand operations thing. But I would love if you could like do a grand operations that could like switch between, you know, time periods as you go through the different like maps and stuff like that. You know, I think that would be really cool to do um, almost like travel through like time, time you know, I think that'd be really, really neat. Um, like if there was a map where there's like, you know, there's an iconic bridge, right? Yeah. And you're playing on it in 1942. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're playing on it in 2042. And everything yeah. is different around the 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 bridge. But the bridge is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you could still see it's the same map, but it's just the like the window dressings are all different. Yeah. Like that, would, that would have been super awesome. Yeah. And then they have maps, like you said, like something like Metro, which they've done in multiple like multiple games, so they they yeah. they have the pos- they they have the they have the ability to do that, right? And also with this, they also have the ability to bring back other maps into this like grouping of like maps they have right now, right? Um, and, and sort of fill out that roster, and they can they can have, they have ripple effect working on them, so it's not main dice having to like put and put them in the in the main game. 
um, and they can sort of focus on their new big scale maps and then put like the older maps, which they're going to remake into, into that, you know, and, and, and it, it kind of, I think, gives the game a little more refresher feeling and not just like, okay, what's the new maps in like, you know, when, what's the new maps in Battlefield this week Oh, and this, this month or this quarter or whatever. Oh, it's like three maps we've already had, you know, they can kind of do that on the, on the side and focus on those bigger maps. Um, I mean, it would be amazing. They could do a 128 player deathmatch, which yeah. is basically a battle royale. Yeah, that's they, true. People could make their own battle royale games out of it. I'm, they could probably get close. Yeah. I wonder if they, you can make it so... Weapons like, spawn on the ground. Weapons spawn on the ground, all that kind of thing. I, I don't know. I don't know like what, how deep their editor would go. Um, if there is a battle royale in the making for Battlefield 2042, you would imagine those things, possibilities would be would in the exist, editor. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. Well, you know, I, I, I doubt it's the full, like, unlocked editor that you would have if you were actually creating the game. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so let's talk about, uh, well, the next question. Grun asked two questions. He asked that question about EA, and then he asked, um, asked about the Steam Deck and when we get our Steam Decks. So let's talk a little bit about the Steam Deck. Let's Justin. do it. Uh, Valve last week announced, uh, well, confirmed the Steam Deck which is a handheld PC um, that it comes loaded with SteamOS. Um, and it has three models. Uh, it has a 64, right, gigabyte, mm-hmm. uh, 256, and a 512? Mm-hmm. 512. Um, it, it, it basically is a 7-inch LCD screen with control, you know, with thumbsticks and buttons and these mouse pad, touchpad things. Um, it, you know, it looks like a mutated switch, essentially. Is, it looks is what like it a, looks like a chonkier switch. A very chonky. <laughs> it's extremely it, chonky. It looks like a Game Gear. It looks like a, yes, it looks like a Game Gear. Um, and uh, it will be launching later in later this year in December. And uh, the the 64 gigabyte model comes with like standard flash memory, and the 256 and the 512 both have NVMe's, super super fast uh, SSDs in them. Um, and the, the the top model has like some glare resistant glass on it. Uh, the big deal about it is it has like very modern architecture, right? It has like modern AMD chipsets in them and, and and architecture, so it's running like very new architecture. Just um, you know, uh, just you know, obviously not like crazy like you know thousands of dollars PC architecture, but uh, it should be it should be able to run you know your games on um the screen and run them in good settings when they're small and it also will have a dock you can dock to a tv um you can also it's also an open system so it comes with steam os uh loaded in which basically gives you like a console like looking front end that you can bruise all peruse all your steam games um and you can you know you can you can play it like a console there you can un basically wipe the system and install anything you can install on a normal PC onto it. So you could install um, win- a fresh install of Windows and just run it that way. They haven't really talked about like uh, performance or anything like that. As far as like, if you uninstall Steam, is you know, is the software is your SteamOS you know more geared to take take advantage of this soft hardware or not? Don't really know. Um, but you could do whatever you want. So it means you could put Epic Game Store. You could put Game Pass. You could. You know, put the bl- the Blizzard launcher though right now, maybe not something you would want to do considering what's, what's going on with Blizzard. Um, all of that kind of stuff. 
Um, and um, it seems very interesting. Justin, how, how do you feel about it? Well, I think when it was announced, we both looked at each other and said, very cool, not for us. Yeah. And then the next day we bought one. Mm-hmm. In grand you and I fashion. Yes. Uh, so, you know, it's new tech. So I'm inter- inst- instantly interested in owning it because of course I am because I hate money and I want to get it out of my pocket as soon as possible. Um, it's a shame my wife doesn't feel the same. I look, I'm, I have, I built this PC. I have an Xbox series X. I have a PlayStation five. I have a, two switches in my house for some unbeknownst reason. Um, so like, is this for me? Like it, it'll depend. My immediate thoughts upon seeing it was like, I, I hope this is, uh, is successful. I would love to see version two. That was my first thought. And that's what we talked about. Maybe you and I would wait for version two to come out. But then, you know, the hype starts. Mm-hmm. And I started watching those IGN videos and started <laughs> seeing other journalists talking about how cool this thing seems. And it's like, all right, well, like, would I, should I do this? And then I'm, I'm thinking more about it and thinking more about it. And like, you know, I got the, I got the backbone, which mm-hmm. I'm holding up in front of the screen right now for those who are watching the video version. Yeah. And it's just like this thing that like uh, Xbox kind of has partnered with uh, for their Xbox cloud service where it just plugs into my phone and I can sit down on the couch and I can play, I can connect to any of my remote play devices or I could just, you know, stream through the cloud straight mm-hmm. to this thing. And so I've been using that lately, you know, on the weekends when I'm downstairs, you know, and, you know, I, there are times where it's like I have the ability to play video games during the day if I want to, because, you know, like the kids are watching TV and Angela's reading a book or whatever. And it's like, well, I don't want to like sequester myself up in my office, but like mm-hmm. I would sit on the couch and play a handheld. And so that's why I bought the backbone. And yeah. I played that last week over the last maybe like week or two. And I, I've, I've enjoyed it. But the problem is I'm getting old and my eyesight sucks. And so my my phone is not nearly big enough for what I'm trying to do. I was trying to play some um, crackdown on it and I could barely see anything. Uh, yes, I've been playing crackdown three. We'll get into it later. Um, so the more I've been thinking about it, my life right now up until this point has not really incorporated handheld devices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling that's going to change in my life moving forward. Not to the point where like, Hey, look, I'm going to be playing primarily on a handheld device but in those instances where you know i'm downstairs in you know in the living room with a family and the kids are doing something and i don't want to be away from them but i want to hop on and play some something from my steam library let's say like Mm -hmm. it'll give me the option to do that and so for getting in on the ground floor of this thing i ended up get order uh, pre-ordering the middle tier version so i got the 256 gigs Part of me really wishes that I did more so I could just have the top of the line model and not think about it. But look, let's it's 500 and something bucks as it is. Yeah. Um, Alejandro, I wear glasses. I've had glasses since I was four years old. I'm wearing contacts <laughs> at right now. Um, those screens are just not big enough <laughs> when you're playing video games on them and you're trying to see what freaking gun you're holding. Um, yeah, I, look, I'm excited about it. Uh, I was like, oh, look, I'm just going to put my pre-order in and just see what happens. Like mm-hmm. if I decide, you know, they had said like after 30 days, you before 30 days, you can get your five bucks back mm-hmm. after 30 days. If you want to get your money back, we'll just convert it to steam credit, which obviously yeah. I would use anyway. So yeah. it's like no harm, no foul. If I put this $5 in, 
But again, the more that I read and heard about this thing and listened to other people talk about it, it's like, you know, I'm just going to get this thing and mm-hmm. I'm going to see what it does. And if I, it, it's not something that I like or whatever, you know, at least I, 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 I gave it the shot. You know, yeah. it's not like it's, it's not like you're dropping, you know, thousands of dollars on a, you know, a gaming laptop, which I could like mm-hmm. move around the house or whatever. It's yeah. something that could still fit in your hands, go on vacation, bring it mm-hmm. with you. It's, it's not like it's obscenely heavy or big or bulky where it can't fit into a backpack if I'm going on a trip or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, you know, I messaged you and said, I did a dumb thing and I sent you a picture of my reservation. Yeah. And I was expecting to get, you know, the usual, <laughs> I don't know. And then you said, <laughs> I said, I also did a dumb thing. Yeah. Or, um, you were trying, said, you were trying, trying to, to do, do, do a, do a dumb thing. <laughs> trying to do a dumb I'm thing. I'm trying to do a dumb thing. Steam fought me for a little bit, but then it gave in. Um, it gave in and let me do the dumb thing. Yeah. So, you know, uh, let's preface this right away. I absolutely don't need this thing. There's no, there's no, anything I say after this point is, is at its very best uh, a circumstantial benefit of getting it, and at its very worst, is a complete rationalization, right? So let's just put that out there. I got it because I'm a broken individual who, if this thing had just been like, because these things exist already, right? There's like, there's a bunch of Chinese like handheld PCs that are have kind of similar architecture, blah, 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 whatever, that you could probably go and buy right now and bring it. The fact that it has like, the the name like it, it has like the name of like a major player in the industry they're putting their name on it it's called the steam the steam deck you Great know name. um it's a good name except i almost always say stream deck every single time i talk about it um and you know so that means you know it's like a it's it's a major entry like it's the same reason i almost bought the fucking stadia bundle when it launched or whatever you know um which that i can't think thank goodness um so you know i that's part of it um because i like when they when when they i remember when they did the steam machine thing like you know that it ended up not being anything that they really branded it was always just like we have partners who are they're making like you know i was like this is not this is not what people it seemed like they wanted to go all the way and then backed off at that point like like they were gonna make because there was all this talk back then they were gonna make like basically like the console experience but like sort of upgradable, right? Like it would be, it would be a PC, but it would have a front end that you, you could like navigate more easily and be easier for people to like just put on their television and go, um, which is why they made they the made, controller. It's, they whatever. made a demo version of their, of their model yes, like, that they, they were building and then they yeah. never did anything with it, but that yeah. always seems really cool. Yeah. Um, and so even back then I was like, oh, this seems cool. Cause back then I didn't have a game to see at all. And I was like, this seems like a cool thing. Right. Um, so, so it's a major man major manufacturer major player in the video game space um adam mentioned earlier he has you know seven million indie games on steam that he's played a one hour of or whatever uh and i'm in the, i'm in the same boat and there's a lot of times too where i i i buy games that have come out on steam first because they, sometimes they come out on early access first or they, they release on pc first um and then like like i always i've said it a million times on the show so you've probably heard it a million times i sometimes i just don't want to stay in this chair like anymore i want to go sit on my couch right yep. and so i'm like okay like it's why like i played a good amount like i played a good amount of hades if hades had been out on the playstation or the xbox when it launched i would have played probably double the amount of time i put into hades i probably would have put into it um if it had been there um you know so i, I just want to sit in the chair but i but i want to play these games 
and I want to have the option of playing them the best they can possibly look, but I don't always, like sometimes I just want to sit on my couch, right? Um, so that's two. The other thing is that when we, years ago now, when I, when I had our last apartment before we had to move in with my parents and then we have a new place now, my gaming PC wasn't in an office. It was underneath, the, it was by the TV. And my wife and I used to play PC games all the time. And she would play like weird horror stuff and the stuff that never comes to console, right? And, and stuff like Emily is Away, stuff like that. Um, and she loved doing it. And then when we moved into the new setup, it was like not, it was just not like, um, it didn't work out. So it was like in my, it was like near where my, where my desk was. Uh, and then I started doing this, you know? And so it just, be, it became like the machine that, it, it, now it cannot leave the spot by my desk, right? Um, but with this, I can give it to her. She can play it handheld because she loves playing handheld games in bed. She plays her Switch all the time. Um, but also I can buy the dock and we can put it on the TV and yeah, maybe we have to run it at medium settings or whatever, but for a lot of the games that she wants to play, it doesn't, that won't matter. Yeah, it's not going to matter. Um, and there are things like there are like AMD is developing that super resolution thing, which if you don't know what it is, it's basically like a, it's, I don't think it is AI because that's what DLSS is. It's like this procedure that can take like a 720 image and up res it, um, like without using the power it would take your computer to, to output something at 1080 or 4k. It's a way to get a higher resolutions at higher frame rates. Basically it's already in some games. It was in that Lego game that we were, that we played and, and it's in some other stuff as well. Um, and, and I think using that, you're going to be able to play stuff at 1080 or 4k off this thing. And it's, you're not going to lose that much. Right. Um, so that's like, the, those are the reasons why I, how I used to rationalize me purchasing it. Um, the other thing I can do, do is like, it's $5 now. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start like buying steam gift cards over the next couple of months, just like filling up my steam wallet with money so that when it eventually comes time to buy it, it's not going to be as big of a hit, you know? Yeah, that's um, what I'm going to do as well. You know? So, um, and she basically asked me, what do you want for your anniversary? And I was like, ah, uh, steam cards. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that, that's part of it. That's, that's the reason why it really, it's because I can play the, a bunch of games that I already own that I don't play as much as I should because I don't like sitting at this desk sometimes. And also hopefully it'll help, you know, it'll give my wife some access to the games again that she, that she hasn't had because now I bogart this thing in, in here. Um, I think we had a question about whether or not we were going to mess around with the OS. Yeah. 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 So what do you, what do you, what, what, what do you I think I know I mean, the answer. I don't think I know the answer for you, Justin. I'm, I, I'm tempted because I would really love to have Game Pass up and running on this thing. Mm -hmm. It's just another library for me to do yeah. it. So you know how what's going to happen is you're going to do it first, and then I'm going to bring <laughs> mine to you yeah, and be like, okay, now do it to mine. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to do it. So here's the thing. We still have, a, we, we, we still have at least till December um, until this thing launches. Uh, I want to see if Game Pass, you know, if Microsoft puts like an app basically on, on Steam like EA did with EA Play. You know, they would an EA Play app, so basically you can access all your EA Play stuff through Steam. I'm, I, I want to see if Microsoft does a similar thing with Steam. Um, because then, because I think, as much as it's it's a Steam, it's, it's not Microsoft, it's a competitor to Microsoft or whatever. Um, Microsoft is in the business of selling subscriptions to their service. Mm -hmm. And if this device can get into more people's hands, like, great. You know, uh, that they're going to want it. If they can say like, look, you can play all of these games on the go on this console, on this handheld thing. I, I don't think they care that they didn't make it, you know? Yeah.
and if they have to give steam a small uh, you know a yeah. cut of that or whatever it's just yeah. it, it's the ability to get more people who yeah. might not own a pc to mm-hmm. be like oh well you know i could i could do i could do the ultimate now because i can play the pc games and the console like you know yeah. and you know if because if they install windows 10 on there it's like mm-hmm. it just like the xbox is part of the dashboard yeah 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 but that's on windows 11 excuse windows me 11 which will by the, by the time this comes out it'll be th- out. that'll be out it'll be out um you know uh Gruden had said somewhere that he expects that there will be a little performance hit by uh, scrubbing the os and then installing windows i think i'm gonna i'll just i'm gonna wait to see until yeah. what people say when they when they do it because there will be people who do it days minus 15 or whatever you know like somebody's gonna do it that's the only reason I would do it. The only reason I would scrub and get rid of Steam OS. It's not like I need this thing to be a portable PC for me. The only yeah. reason I would do it is yeah. just to get to Game Pass. I mean, it's nice to be able to access Epic Games Store as well. I have yeah. stuff on there. I it's nice to access all, all the stores. So, you know, we'll, we'll until Digital Foundry does their, like, breakdown of, like, performance on it. No, I'm saying if before replacing the, like, okay. the OS and stuff like that. When oh, they actually yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think they've had, they have test hardware yet. They had to, like, go off of, like, the specs of it because yeah. um, IGN I think is the only people only one who's really got their hands on it so far or, or di- has di- published any coverage of it the digital family video was um, bullish enough to make me feel like okay like at least you know if they're they're saying this thing is pretty impressive yeah um, there's some there's some caveats some things that they have to see but they were like no this yeah. is like this is a pretty powerful piece of hardware yeah I mean the battery life is always obviously always obviously going to be a thing like they said in the video too, it could be any, it's like two to eight hours. Basically it depends on the kind of game that you're playing. You know, if you're yeah. playing, you know, some like control, I'm assuming it's going to suck your battery way faster than if you're playing, you know, Stardew Valley. Yeah, but they it. said like if you're playing portal two at 60 frames a second, you might get three hours out of it yeah. or something like that. But if you drop it to 30 frames a second, you might get like four to five. Yeah. Yeah. Like my main thing is, can it survive a cross country flight? Can yeah. I make it, to, can I make it to California with this thing on a one battery charge? My guess is and no. We'll see. It depends on what game you're playing. Depends on the game you're playing. Also, I'm sure that they will. You can just plug it into a portable battery, and it will it will keep it charged. Yeah. Um. um I mean, I I'm not the type of person who has to really worry about battery life for these things because it's no. not like I'm ever that far away from an outlet at no, any no, time. No no, 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 no. Um. But it's it seems pretty fucking rad. So it does seem rad. Yeah, yeah. And like they have they haven't detailed how much their dock is going to be or whatever yet. The dock is separate. Um. So we'll see. I'm, I'll get one. I mean, they also you can use whatever USB-C dock you want. I'm very curious if you plug it into the Switch dock. <laughs> it would never fit. It would never fit into the Switch dock. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's true. You're very, you're very right about that. You're very right about that. But I wonder, like, if you could just like take the connection wire, like you know, out of the yeah. seed and plug it in, what would happen? If it would when, when is uh when is yours coming in what q q1 2022 it says yeah that was mine as well and i ordered this thing yeah within three minutes of it going out for pre-order i wonder um, if they're just being super safe at, at this yeah. point you know and i wouldn't be surprised with the amount of people that pre-ordered this thing and that yeah. some people look the the 400 one is a i think an interesting kind of entry price it is it's good um it, it kind of puts it in line with battling the switch mm. but if you're really going to play games on this thing i mean and you can add sd storage yeah, um, yeah the, mid, the mid-tier one is the one you're going to get but that you know yeah. that 550 price tag or whatever it is is going to come knocking in december and i wonder if some people are going to be like well you know maybe i can wait yeah and some people who are in q2 q3 might get bumped up a queue yeah i bet i bet they will 
Um, you know, uh, my, there are some games like, you know, there are caveats, obviously, like Apex Legends right now, Destiny, any game that uses anti-cheat is not is is not going to be um, is not currently compatible. But they said they hope by the launch that all these games will be compatible. Um, the thing I'll say, too, is there th this does not this runs CMOS, which is, which is which is based off Linux. It's not Windows. They use this thing called Proton, which is supposed to, you know, increase uh, compatibility. And apparently they're investing like a huge amount of resources and money into like taking the proton list of compatible games and they 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 have been very bullish in saying that almost every game in their library should work by the time the thing launches destiny is the one i really want to work so we'll see Destiny would be good i like that's the thing too like we we're gonna talk about some games but like you know like uh games like new the, like new world like it'd be that's like the kind of thing i want to be able to play on that thing yeah, you know, because like it seems perfect for it for like I'll sit on the couch while Desmond is like buzzing around me and I can just like I'm just going to knock out these like, you know, and if I have to put it down and whatever, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that I hope it does work on there. And a lot of people are what well, they want, like, you know, Final Fantasy 14, like all that stuff to like work. I mean, look, if you wipe the thing and you put install Windows 11 on it, all all those sort of like, you know, caveats go out the window as far as like what can work on it. Cause then everything will work on it. But yeah. you know, if you're going to use the built-in OS, which is nice, um, it's like, it looks like, it looks like, you know, a console OS. So it looks, you know, it looks simple and clean and like, I like simple and clean for my OS. I know, I know, I know you do. Uh, my, um, my main concern is the safe functionality on this thing. You know, it's going to be steam cloud. I mean, it'd be my guess, but they were talking about like putting it down, putting it into rest mode and picking it back up on your PC without having to like sync saves. Like, is they, that they possible? Mentioned they, they want that to happen. Yeah. They haven't yeah. said that it's going to happen. Um, I mean, the, the right now they, they like right now they said it's basically like you have to you know save, quit the game, and you know let let Steam do what it always does when you quit a game, which is you know it, it does that little check mark and it, it tells you that your 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 save is uploaded or whatever. Um, that, and then you can just pick it, go right to your PC and start playing. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would it would be amazing and like magical if they were able to do what you were talking about, which is like. I put it in rest mode and then I can just pick it up in, in the other place. Um, I I, still, I don't know if I that's possible. I shudder from like the time that you do it in the middle of like some high pressure situation where you need to switch um, and, you, and you end up like, you know, in like a Dark Souls game or something. And then you get back there and like it's like lost connection to the server. You've been booted out or whatever. That would be worse. Yeah. So we'll see. It's exciting. Like, I, I think. I, I think it could be a, a very cool device. I am hoping this is what I'm hoping for myself that I get it and I use it past like the first two weeks of having it. My main fear is that I will get it. I will be hot and heavy on it for like two weeks. Then it will get put like on the charger in the corner of the room and I'll be like, oh, where's the?" And then one day I'll be like, where's the I Steam Deck? I, I just don't think that's going to be the 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 way it is for you and I moving forward. Like, and I, I wonder if it's going to be like this for parents who are gamers, you know, now that they have the option to do this thing. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, if you have to, if you're there and you can't, you're watching your kid, and but you can't walk away from your child and like yeah. go sit into a different room, play a video game, even if the child is completely occupied. Like for me, that, that this becomes a more um uh like a, a bigger solution where yeah, it's like sure. you know like i can continue to like you know i'm not going to play like the, the games that i'm really like 
in love with playing like and I want to see on like a big screen TV, but like for the games like, you know, like like you mentioned, like the new world, like or mm. Destiny or something like that. If they can get Destiny up and running, it's like, let me knock out my dailies. Let me just yeah. do these like, you know, or let me take a run in a roguelike where it's yeah. like if I die, it doesn't matter. Mm. But I'm sitting here, I'm relaxing, I'm doing something that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and I'm still within the you know, I'm I'm with the rest of the family. Yeah, absolutely. It's your you know, it's your version of reading a book or whatever. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, totally. And I totally that I agree with you with, you know, that that I, I hope that it ends up being that, you know, for me. Um, you know, but I also remember, like, I'm, I, it's going to end up being like a, a, a video game device, like any video game device I own, which is sometimes I'm going to be playing it a lot and sometimes I'm not going to be playing it at all. And that's the truth of everything that's yep. under that television right now. So I, I you know, um, uh, what I'm really excited about crossing over to, to the devices that, I have that I love that I haven't used in a while. Now that I have my new apartment and like a big living room that I can walk around in, I can start really using my Oculus like m- more. Yeah. Um, Cause before That's I was like awesome. in my office and there was a kind of room, but I was always the very, every time I did anything, I was at the very edge of like, anytime I moved at all, it was like, you're on the edge or whatever. Um, and I was always terrified of like punching something. Now I can just like move this chair out of the way, move this coffee table out of the way. And I'll have like a nice bit walk amount of space. space. Yeah. Walk around space to play. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's the steam, the, the steam deck. I'm, we'll see how it goes. We'll see when the more impressions are coming out. I'm, I'm interested to, to, to talk about it and to, and to see what happens. Um, but what, what have we been playing now, Justin? Um, well, there's one big game that you and I have completed and it's there's true. a couple, there's, we each have like a game or so mm-hmm. that we've at least started. That yes. We want to talk about what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the big game. Let's talk about the game we both played that we played Let's- through. Let's talk about Outriders. Let's talk about Outriders. The best, worst video game I think I've ever played. Um, maybe, yeah. So just so people know, since Justin got his Xbox, we've probably played, I don't know, 95% of our shared game time on the Xbox. To be fair, there's not a lot out on PlayStation right now. There isn't. And to be fair, but there are some of the games like we all could have played Battlefield 5 on the PlayStation if we wanted to. It was it was like free. We all have it, you know, but we played it on an Xbox. Here's why. Here's why I don't think we did, though. The hard drive space on a PlayStation 5 is fucking sacred territory. It's true. It's true. It, it is. I mean, if you're downloading something, we have to get in here and play this. And it was like, <laughs> I don't I, I, if I want to do an update to Apex, I have to delete something else. Like, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I deleted Call of Duty last night. Oh, you did? Uh, 106 gig? No, 130 gigs. Mm-hmm. I needed to. I needed to update. Fucking have an up, uh, Apex update because I downloaded <laughs> Splitgate. I was like, all right, I, I can't. Call of Duty's gotta go. That's still sitting on my PlayStation hard drive. It's just sitting there. I don't know why we haven't played it in so long. I don't know. We why like it, and we, and we like the game. It's not like I, I don't like it. Like it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure at one point we'll go back to it, but. Um, um, oh, Alejandro also got a Series X. Nice. Oh, nice, Alejandro. nice. Alejandro. Yeah, so we all got. We we have. A, we, you and I have Series Xs. Andy was playing on an Xbox One X for a while, and we, I, think, like, I feel this, like I'm pretty sure we shamed stand. him into getting the Series X. The if loading Andy's... times on on Outriders, we're gonna get the loading times we on Outriders went from sometimes minute, minute plus playing with Andy on the, on the last generation console to like I can't even look at my phone, and we're already loaded into the next area. Um, but anyway, but let's talk about Outriders. Yes, Justin. I would say that we, we, we met, we talked about this on Twitter back and forth a little bit. And we, we talked about this a lot, obviously just together on, on voice chat, but it's like 
for a while, I would say Outriders felt very, it always felt good to play. It never stopped feeling good, but it was, it was very, very fun to play. Extremely fun to get into the matches and play the shooty shooty, right? And then everything else around it, the presentation, the story, the characters, the mission structure, everything was just sort of uh, average to bad, right? It never went, none of ever went above average. Um, but when the game felt really, really good to play and was really fun to play and the encounters were really fun, we were kind of like, yeah, who cares? We'll just skip through the story stuff and whatever, we'll push through and it doesn't matter. And we were doing all the side stuff. We were like, okay, yeah, we're having a good time. We got into some really, really intense battles that we really were like, wow, that was a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. And then I think like, we took us both all about like 20, like basically 24 hours to beat the game. Um, there was a point I'd say probably like, two, what do you think? Two thirds of the way through the or game. Maybe a little bit more. That we were just like, okay, like the the shine of the encounters is basically worn off. They're, they're, it, the issue with the game is that the encounters are fun, but once you get about halfway through, it's shown you everything it's going to show you as far as like what's going to happen. You know, it's either you're going to get a, a, a dude with guns fight or you're going to get a beastie, a beasties fight. Um, and you just kind of kind of go through those things over and over and over and over again. Um, and at a certain point too, when you reach level 22, you stop getting new powers. Um, and so it really just becomes about like, how much are you enjoying those encounters and you know, what new weapons and drops are, are you getting? Um, and, um, and then when we got like a third of the way through, it was like, okay, like two thirds way through, we're like, okay, no more side missions. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do the main missions. Cause we're just, we're just kind of done. Like we weren't like angry at the game. We're just, we're just ready for it to be over. And then I would say like the last like quarter of the game was sort of like an abysmal experience as far as I the, say the encounters. Ab I wouldn't say abysmal. Yeah. We were just, we were very done. We were very done. I, I think the, the game has some neat things going for it. Yeah. The shooting, I thought the shooting felt pretty good for a third person shooter. Yeah, the, definitely. The power, powers were fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought the crafting system where you would get, you would get abilities, um, and mods, and you could dismantle guns or um, armor and take those mods and put them on mm -hmm. other things. Like that was all good and fine. Like yeah. I enjoyed that part of it. You could really make your build however yeah, you want it. You could. The problem is the game has like massive pacing issues. Yes. So there is a mass. Uh, there is a huge skill tree. Mm -hmm. There must be 50 different nodes, if not more, that you could pick. And mm -hmm. we had spent 24 hours and I couldn't even complete one branch and now yeah. each branch has forking options as well uh -huh. i didn't even get to in a straight line i couldn't even make it to the end of that first branch right. where i think there were abilities there that i really wanted to get like my character had a lot of toxic abilities which poison but like right near the end of that thing was a pick if you pick this node you'll do x amount more percentage damage with toxic abilities and like oh, cool now i'll just build my entire character around these toxic skills. And you have like six or seven different skills that you could pick. You know, you could have a turret, you could have a different type of turret, you could have bullets that turn your, you know, this ability that turns your bullets into toxic bullets. Mm -hmm. And you could really, I, I, I was impressed by this part. You could pick a class and really make that class your own. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But the problem is 
they don't dole out those skill points enough to no. to make the tree. And then you're getting um at the end of the game. Look, I love combat. I thought the combat was fine, but there was so much of it. You were basically just going from room to room of enemies that were extremely difficult to kill. Now, what it does is, and like the division, it allows you to ramp up the world tier for better rewards. Yeah. And so we were on world tier 10 and we were cruising like no yeah. problem. And we got to a boss fight and it was just like, well, this is impossible. Yeah. Like we are just not well, we're not equipped enough for this. So we had to drop the world tier. We dropped it back down to nine. I think we beat it on the next run. Yeah, it was, we did. It was, it was a little little tight, but we beat yeah. it. We bumped the world tier back up and then got right back to 11 all over again. And from yeah. there, we went all the way to the end of the game yeah. where we fought the last boss. Just a lot of fights over and over again. Um, Forget about where, the last boss. It was, the, it was that fight. Oh, it was, it was the fight before the last boss. The fight boss. before the last boss. That was really the thing where I was just like, okay. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what this game thinks it is. But this is just not even it's not it's not about the difficulty level. It was about the design of the encounter. There was no design to the encounter. It was just. You have a You have an arena of space. Let's just toss as many enemies as we possibly can into this arena and now go like and that was it. Like that was just it. There was no there was no flow to the battle. There was no, you know, none of that. It was just sort of like and then it's just a new mechanic, which was like these orbs that the boss would throw out that would do damage to you um it's the first time i've ever seen in the game it was not explained in any way by the game it was not like you you, you know you have to destroy these orbs all of a sudden it also in the in this fight or the fight before this enemies started being able to heal each other and heal themselves it just was like it just started like throwing this stuff at us in a way that was just it felt like you said the pacing was just crazy off. It was like these are the mechanics that you sort of like introduce along the way and you build them to make the encounters get more and more progressively difficult and, and more complicated, leading to like a crescendo of like, here is all of the things you need to do in this game in one fight. Like that's how good end games and, and, and boss fights are, are, are built. It not, and this was just not that at all. And I mean, you know, Bobby knows this from playing with me. I prefer to play games on harder difficulties. Yes. I think the, the, oh my God, I can't believe we just did that. Like barely hanging on. Like to me, when we're playing a co-op shooter, I love those experiences where it's yeah. like, fuck, I don't know how we live through that. That was tense as hell, but that was a lot of fun. I, I would prefer that a thousand times over. We just steamrolled these enemies and moved yeah, on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, when we got to this boss fight, the game also has the most aggressive AI I've ever yes. seen. It's crazy. There was no room to to think, breathe, move. It was just basically dodge, roll, dodge, roll, dodge, roll yeah. until you just eventually get beat down by a, by a huge mob while this boss is raining fire on you. Yeah. There, there was no like, well, if we if we look, I will always say this. Let's take another run at it and see if we can yeah. figure it out. And sometimes I'm right. Yeah, I was not right on this one. There was yeah. really nothing to <laughs> figure out. It was just a yeah. weird DPS check that. Yeah. Up until that point, we had no problem with the any any any, any enemies in the game, none yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, when we when we get to these when we got to these two kind of like checkpoints here, it was like this is weird. Nothing has prepared us for this fight. Yeah, like usually there's like one or two mini boss characters out there which are really going to take your attention, and you're going to have to focus your fire. 
You can't focus your fire when there's nine of them. Yeah, exactly. And it yes. felt like there was nine yeah. in the fight with the boss and nothing else. No ads. Because yeah. for the characters that Bobby and Andy are playing, you have to be able to kill something to heal yourself. Yeah, yeah. You can't kill, like, and that's what fodder enemies are for. Like, yeah. in, if, the, if there were fodder enemies in that fight, maybe we could have gotten through it. But I was, the only, I was the only character who could heal, and that thing is on a cooldown. Yeah, yeah. And we just couldn't do it. And so we ended up dropping the difficulty to just get past that fight, and we did it on the next run. Like, the, this, the, the difficulty of world tiers from, I think it was, like, 11 back down to 10 was yeah. ridiculous. Like, we had the, yeah. no problem with it after that yeah. point. We get all the way to the last boss... We're just done at this point. Yeah. And um, we have no, the story becomes incomprehensible. It's yeah. just a, a fucking jumbled mess, which look, yeah. look, there's bad, there's good bad, and then there's what the fuck. Yeah. And this story incorporated all of those. There was it one did. moment where you're like, <laughs> there were moments where we actually laughed out loud in this game mm-hmm. because it was the good bad. Yeah. You know, we're, we're you know, you know, the scene in world in, um, in Wonder Woman, when Diana's going across no man's lands, mm-hmm. there was a scene like that in this game, and the character yeah. is giving like a rallying speech, mm-hmm. and you you think he's going to say, "And we're gonna do it, we're gonna do this," and he stands there and he's like, "And we are going to fuck them up," <laughs> and we just all of us just without saying a word just burst out laughing. It was like yeah. one of the funniest things I've ever seen a video game do because they're doing it completely seriously. Yeah. There's no tongue in cheek. No, no. It is self-serious, mm. but does not realize what it's doing. Yeah. Well, that's so the thing about to- the game too is like that tone. Also, it's self-serious sometimes, and then other times it feels like it is like being like, uh, this like, like, isn't this funny? Like, like I'm winking at you. There's times where the main character is like, I, I'm very, I'm very conscious of your plight and feel very bad for you. And other times where she's like, fuck you, old man. And she shoots somebody in the head for no reason. You yeah. know, so th- there is just no tonal consistency throughout through, through the game, like in any way. But again, I didn't care about it until we started hitting. We started hitting these like these these hard checks or just these weird difficulty spikes. Because you're right. It wasn't like we got past that hard fight and then like it kept getting harder. It was like we breezed through it again, you know, Um you know, I do think, like you said, the systems are interesting at times. Like there is like, you know, I, I think there are ways you could make it better. Like the game is very focused on you modding your guns. Um, you know, uh, modding your guns and, um, you know, and your armor and, you know, like you said, building your build. Like, okay, like I'm going to use these abilities. So I'm going to put these mods on my things that increase these abilities. And also like, I'm going to use, like, I'm an up-close fighter, so here's a mod that gives me bonus to up-close. And here's one that says, like, okay, like, the more enemies that are around me, the more my health go- pool goes up. You know, because I'm a, my, my character was a very, like, get in there, fight, and escape kind of character. Um, but, like, you would, you just, like, any loot game, you get out there and you'd find new guns that were, like, way higher, or new armor that was way higher. And I was like, yeah, this is great, this is way higher, but this is going to completely destroy... Like what my build, what my build is, you know, um, and there was no way in on the fly in the missions to be like, okay, yeah, give me this gun, but put all the shit that's on my gun currently, like on the gun that I'm, I'm going to pick up and stuff like that is just, if you're going to focus so much on, on the build, the build of your, of these, the mods on these guns, you have to be able to do it on the fly. Yeah. You have to do it on the fly. Um, let's not even talk about the fact that if you wanted to travel somewhere, you had to trap. Oh God. You might have to go through a, a, a weird cutscene where your character jumps over something, then hits a load. Mm-hmm. Then 
travel to a midpoint, get there, and then travel again. Yeah. There wasn't just like warp back to base. Yeah, no. It was always warp back to a base, then to another base. Yeah. It, the, yeah. The, 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 the design choices in this game were just fucking wild. It, it was. It was wild. So, like I said, like, I, like, it was on Game Pass. <laughs> so, you know, we got to play it for included in our subscription. And for that, it was fun. Like, we, we had a good time. We, I think we say we had a good 15, 16 hours of it were, yeah. like, a lot of fun. Um, and then the, the, like the, the, like I said, the last third was a little bit of a drag. Um, Karun asks what's next on the menu for us. We're currently playing state of decay Two. We started it. I don't know if it's going to, I don't know if it's going to survive. Um, but we're going to try it out. Yeah. We, we the next started Lander that folks last night. are playing it. So Justin was like, Hey, we should try to play state of decay Two. Um, it's always been something I've been interested in. Yeah. We've talked about playing that game for the last couple of years. Yes, and we have. it just, it's like, all right. Like I said, we're in an Andy Renaissance. I know we he's are. listening to this, so yeah. it's like, what might grab Andy's attention to keep him with us for longer? Um, um, so we're that's what we're doing. The DLC for Remnant from the Ashes that we're gonna do as well. Um, but yeah, Save the Key. What I'm as, being someone who played like eight hours of it or whatever when it when it launched, I'm sort of interested to see like because a major component of the game is like management. It's like a management sim, you know. So I'm just kind of interested to see like how we handle that part of it because we're already we're already in these these situations where it's like oh like the base is getting destroyed because we don't got enough like materials or whatever and we're not really thinking like okay let's go and get materials we're like let's just go on this mission and then if we happen to find stuff great we'll bring it back or you know whatever and, and so you know there's gonna be a point where like the happiness of our people is gonna matter and like my one of my guys is already dead well yeah you got you got died right away <laughs> You load, accidentally, us- accidentally switched to them back into my world, and then they just died right in the middle of my base, and we had to cut off their cut off their head in the middle of the base. So we'll see. Oh, that, 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 that's there. Um, you know, I, I'm sure Justin, for Justin and I, when the new Legend comes out, we'll check back in on Apex and, and stuff like that. And I started Death's Door. I only played the first boss. I bought it. it. You bought it? Mm-hmm. Did you launch it yet? I haven't launched it yet because okay. I've been playing that other... That that other thing I've been oh yeah tell me about the other thing you've been playing so I've been like I've, it's like uh, I finished Ratchet and Clank and since then I really haven't had it like a game to like mm. jump into um so I I've been playing a little bit of Halo Two on the side I posted a Twitter clip of another Jeff killing himself um, <laughs> that was completely not my fault uh, I messed around some with Crackdown Three just because I was like I feel like chasing some orbs mm-hmm. it's fine and that's what that game is good for mm-hmm. I don't I didn't know anything else that's happening with it. Um, but I've been playing Going Under, which is on Game Pass, and it, it is a it's a roguelike. Um, of course it is because I'm playing it, mm-hmm. and it's got this is a ridiculous art style. Um, but what's neat about this one is I think the combat's fine. It's like Hades. You move from room to room. You kill everything in the room. You move on. It takes place at a startup, a soda company startup, okay. and <laughs> you were hired to do you were hired to do marketing. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you find out that you actually the marketing is that you go into the dungeons and kill these monsters that keep coming up from the bottoms of these dungeons. Okay. But the monsters are all built around um, like weird startup things. Like one of them is based on um, like cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And one of them is built around a dating app, like a Tinder or whatever. And you jump down there and there are like different flavors of monsters like you know all doing business type things right you like go down there and you think that you're like the dungeons 
are going to be like these like you know like fire or caves and it's like no it's just another business down there and they're fighting and you could pick up like keyboards and monitors and pencils and like okay. also foam finger like foam sticky uh, those sticky finger things you could throw out or pitchforks like all types of different weapons uh and then there are skills that you could pick up but what i find really cool about the game is i think the writing is pretty good it makes mm. fun of all this shit i to like the nth degree <laughs> You know, like your boss comes in and he's talking about the blockchain, like the power of the blockchain. And then there are literal blocks hanging on chains in these basements that you could punch at people. And it just takes that like that just bullshit that we hear about all over Mm -hmm. the place and social media and just like skewers it to to a huge degree. And I'm enjoying that aspect of it a lot. Um, so like, I'm sticking like, like I said, the combat's fine. It's, you know, it's not like it, it's anything to write home about, but I think the writing is pretty sharp. And so like, I keep coming back to it to just see where it goes with that. Okay. Cool. Um, I restarted the outer worlds. Um, 2019, uh, Bethesda, Bethesda, obsidian <laughs> RPG. Um, I played probably, I played basically to the end, nearly to the end of the first planet back in 2019 when it first came out. Um, but I, um, at the time it had like bad performance issues, like on the Xbox. Um, so I was, I played I started playing it on my PC. Um, and then at that time it didn't have cross save, so mm-hmm. I couldn't bring it over. I don't think it's actually, I still don't think it has cross save. Um, so I was just like, I kind of was like, I can't, I don't want to sit at the PC and play this. So, I dropped it, um, but I, I, I've been in the mood for it, mood for a game like it, um, but I didn't want to play like Fallout or anything because I didn't want, I don't, I'm not going to spend 100 hours on a game. So um, this one you can get through, if you really mainline, you get through it in like 12 hours, <laughs> if you really mainlined it. Um, I, think, uh, I completed a lot of that game and I, I think I finished it maybe like 30 hours, maybe Yeah, you can do, you can do most of it in like 20 apparently, uh, 25. Um, so I got now through the first planet and I got through the, um, the space station or whatever. And I'm on to like the third. Oh, sorry. And then I also went to like one of the side planets, like to do like a, um, yeah. like a, like a big, a big long, like side mission where I like, there was like a science experiment that had gone wrong. They were trying to like, and m- mostly you're talking about the going under thing. The only like, Oh, it seems like this big, like this big epic, like monster, like experiments going on. Oh my God, what are they trying to make? And it's like toothpaste and like cologne or whatever, you know, cause it's, yeah. it's, it's that, it's that thing. Um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, we've kind of, we've, we were playing hour so much so that I, I, I kind of, it's been like a week or two since I, I played it. Um, but I have, I've been really enjoying it and you know, I, I haven't really figured out yet. Like I've done everything I can do for uh, Par- Parvati or whatever. Um, I got her her date with like the woman on the space station or whatever, and mm-hmm. we have to go back to the space station and buy some stuff or something for them. But like I mean, like I, I because she's the first companion you get. Like I have an investment in her, and like I'm sort of like invested. Every but all the other people I've like gotten, I got the vicar dude, like the priest dude. I've got like. I've got like the guy who's just randomly was sitting on the dock of the space yeah. station. When you go back, I got that guy. And then I got the woman I got from like the medical clinic who like her friend was like hiding out. Cause she was like going to get murdered by the corporation. Cause she 
Squealing the Dead, and she came with me. So I've got all these, I got, I got those three people. The Vicar, I like, I have some idea, right? Cause he's pretty early on, but a bunch of people I'm like, I don't know. I'm sure it'll, uh, some of your, like your, your loyalty missions or whatever will like show themselves as we go along. And you guys are good, like combat wise. Yeah, I'll bring that you vicar, along. That Vicar with that shotgun he has, <laughs> I used him all the time. That thing was nasty. Uh, I'll bring you guys along because you guys have good combat skills, um, but I don't have any idea about your characters yet or anything like that, you know? And um, I don't feel like the game really has yet given me like a reason to go like visit them and talk to them and, and figure out who they are or, or whatever. Um, but I, I do what I do in these games all the time, which is I'm fucking maxing out like all the conversation stats and all like the hacking stuff because I don't want there to be like a conversation option or like a file or something that I can't access because my shit's not high enough. Yeah. Um, the point where I was able to, um, I, w I was able to like skip like a whole giant fight because I, my, uh, my like uh, persuasion was already at like 50 like at the point it was like early on in the game and i was just like okay like no 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 you don't want to fight me like i'm just here to look for this thing and the guy was like okay and i just got to walk around and do whatever i wanted um and that it's been fun like it, it, it scratched that itch for me of those games that i like but it, but uh, but knowing that there is it, it the the ending isn't like crazy far in the distance makes it easier for me to just keep going with it totally. and sometimes there are conversations where i'm just like i don't really care about this conversation and i'll just like i'll just button there was it. one of the characters i just was like I don't like you. Like I, I, I just like never did anything with them. I think it was the kid by the docks. I was like, okay. no, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling anything with you. So, we'll uh, but later. I got drunk with Parv Parvati, and yeah, that was she's fun. Good. She's a good character. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying There's it. There's one thing about that game, um, that drove me crazy. It's when you talk to somebody, the first option is get off my ship. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And every time I was like, br like breathing heavily, like make sure you don't choose this option where I I banish them from the ship. I don't know why that was like front and center. I'm assuming they would they would give you like a confirmation screen. I never wanted to that. find out. Uh, I'm surprised there. It's not. I mean, it it runs good and everything on the Series X, but it doesn't have like a Series X version yet. And oh, I'm surprised weird. that because it, it's a Microsoft like basically at this point first party game, it doesn't have a Series X version. But yeah. Uh, but I, I've been playing that and, and enjoying it quite a bit. Also, keep going with Cuphead. Beat the effing dragon. Yeah. Beat that you dragon. Got the, you got it. You're gonna beat that game now. Uh, hopefully, I had to do I had to do the genie on easy because I just wanted to unlock the next island, so I didn't have just the genie to fight. Um, because I beat the uh, oh man that this aisle two is fucking hard, man. Aisle three is worse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I've seen a lot of aisle three. Like some of the bosses in Isle Two, man, are like, oof. There were there was one boss in Isle Three that I was like, mm, this is where the game stops. And I think I told you that when I was playing it, I was like, yeah. I can't, I cannot get anywhere. I can't even get past the first phase of this guy. Do you remember which um, one it was? Yeah, you're, it's a flying one. The flying uh, one. It's a, there's a flying one where you're fighting. I think you're fighting a robot. Oh yeah, Doctor Call's robot. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, fucking that is sucked. the apparently. I know so much about Cuphead now, Justin, because of my son. Like yeah. apparently that is like the notorious like boss fight from the game. Yeah, that's um, the one. That's the one that made me bang my head against the wall a lot. And when I beat it, I my knees were shaking. The genie is a. I just I hate the genie. I hate the genie so much. I think I've only ever beaten the genie. I beat the genie on my PC save, but I think I beat him with you. That day, that time we played it for extra life. 
which just made it when it was harder too. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I beat it then. Um, so that's when sitting there, I almost beat Captain Briny Beard. Uh, I'm very close. That's a good fight. That's it's a good fight. It's a fun a, fight. It's a great game. It's a, it's a really really good game. And maybe because they're gonna put that DLC out next year, I'm gonna be like ready for it. I'm gonna be like, all right, my Cuphead muscles are ready to go for this. But I told Desmond, I was like, Des, we played it for a while, and I beat I beat whatever, and I was like. I can't do this anymore, buddy. I just don't have like the mental like. And he was like, "Okay." He's like, "You want to play Mario?" I was like, "Absolutely." Let's do it. <laughs> Let's play Mario. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that as well. What else? Did you, anything else for you, Justin? No, that's basically no, been it. That's that's it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, how did you? What did you think of Ratchet and Clank? By the way, I liked, liked I liked it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I will definitely talk more about that game at the end of the year. But yeah, it's by far. I think the it's probably the best looking game I ever played. Mm-hmm. Like hands down. Uh, it has, I think, one of my favorite levels I've ever played in a game. Oh, wow. But it's, um, yeah, there's one level in there that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the year. Oh. Um, but I, I like the way it wrapped up. Uh, I thought maybe it was a little bit too long. Interesting. But still, I, uh, I enjoyed playing it. And I thought it was a great experience. Okay. I, um, I finished Lego Builder's Journey, by the way, as well, since we last podcasted. That game is good. I finished it's that good. too. It's a good game. All right. So I think that's it for what we yeah. have to talk about this week. Um, we'll be back next week for another podcast. I'm not sure what it, what it will be about. It'll be a mystery. It's a mystery. I don't think we have any comic book stuff coming out before next week, no, right? No, we don't. Because no. uh, what if doesn't start till the 11th? Yeah. In, in August 11th. And then when are you gone? I am gone the 12th. The 12th. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll, maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll get Mark on here to talk about uh, the the premiere of What If that week. Yeah, you can bring Mark um, on. And uh, yeah, so maybe we'll be back with a more game podcast uh, next week. We have some games we're we're looking to play and and, and get into. So I bought that Death Door game. Um, you can oh, talk more about the New World. I've been playing New World. Yeah, I'll, I, I've only I only played like three hours of it so far of the, of the beta. I'm it's a new M- MMO from Amazon Studios actually. Um, and I'm trying to give an MMO an honest shot for the first time really ever. Uh, I, I enjoy what I played so far. I think, um, my, my main thing, which I'm coming with, which I like is that it's real time combat. It's, you know, hit this button to swing the sword and hit this button to block. And, and, and then there's a heavy attack and a light attack. And then you do have abilities, but you know, it makes me think that it's going to come to console at some point. Cause it definitely feels like it could run on a console uh, and yeah. the, the, the control scheme. It doesn't have that many. I mean, more stuff might unlock or whatever, but like, uh, yeah, there's three abilities and there could be more, but right now there are just three abilities that you can map to the, the three buttons. So it could definitely work on a controller, but we'll, we'll talk about it more once I'm, you know, once I've played more of it, I'm going to play a little more of the beta. Uh, not too much more. I don't think because I know the progress doesn't carry over. So I don't want to put a ton of time in that I'll have to redo again just when the game comes out. Um, but my plan is to play it, enjoy it, and then force you to buy it. So that won't be a difficult sell. <laughs> um, all right. So that's going to do it for the podcast for this week. Um, tune in next week for another games podcast. Um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Bobby Shortle. Justin at Justin underscore says underscore. Hey, ah, and um, uh, yeah. So join our discord. Uh, come hang out. Become part of an awesome community. Yeah, come see the, the live streams. Twitch.tv slash misadventureland. Um, and we'll see you next week. But until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everybody who's been watching and listening. Until next time, be good to one another. 
Later. These two great friends agree a lot, but when they don't, then the shit gets hot. Though there's C-plus in their gameplay, their commentary gets an A.